Welcome back, friends. Happy to have you joining us on this beautiful Friday. And uh, joining us now with his senior spirituality segment is our dear friend from the Diocese of Camden, Deacon Anthony Seo. Welcome, Deacon. Jim, how are you? It's so good to see you, and it's so good to be here with your listeners today. And we are six feet apart. So yes, we are. Absolutely. <laughs> we're we're socially distancing each from each other, yes. We're fine, uh, and not making light of that, but we actually know we are following the guidelines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting, too, and, I, and we're, we're, we're talking today as this uh, as this whole difficult time is happening with mm-hmm. us with the, um, with the virus and, and us having to limit our contact and everything else. But there's something that's occurred that's mm-hmm. kind of rattled me a little bit, and I'll tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think of myself as old. Mm-hmm. Now, I do a segment called Senior Spirituality, but I don't think of myself as old. I'm 67 years old. So for people who don't know and you can't see me, I'm 67 years old. I'm five foot two on a good day, but I think as I'm getting older, I'm shrinking. Okay, Aren't we all? I, I have no hair, but in my mind, I'm in my 40s. I have a great head of hair, and I'm six foot tall. So that's the way I see myself. So even though I talk about senior spirituality, and I know that I'm a senior citizen, I don't tend to think of a senior citizen as being old. However, with this virus, I've now learned that I'm old. Mm -hmm. Because all I keep hearing every single day is older people have to be more cautious. And I hear the definition of older is now being 60 or more. <laughs> and I say, wait a second. When did we stop go from using this nice term of senior right. all of a sudden to I'm old? Elderly. The so, elderly. That's uh, us. The, so I am now part of the elderly community right. mm-hmm. out there. So as I speak of senior spirituality, I will also try very hard to make sure that in my mind, I stay young and I keep feeling young and I keep feeling good. So everyone out there, you seniors, don't feel old when they call you elderly. That's right. I'm, right. I'm two years behind you, Deacon, so I understand. Got my Medicare card and everything. So, mm-hmm. uh, But I, same thing. And I suspect Cheryl and I were having breakfast this morning, and we were saying how now uh, many of the grocery stores are opening up at 6 a.m. for an hour for the seniors and the elderly to come do their shopping. I said, we qualify. We, exactly. We can go. I, and even though I'm complaining, I guess I'll go early. Why not? Take advantage of that <laughs> exactly opportunity. Right. That's let right. Me, let me that, take advantage of everything I can. That's right. Um, now, b- besides us living through this very difficult time, we're in Lent right now. And Lent's a wonderful time for us also to be continuing to think about what we could be doing, how it could be coming different. And, and, and obviously with the virus too, it also puts us to a time that we're able to think a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. But first, let me also, you know, I made fun of myself because of my age. I've got to make fun of myself, too, because sometimes I do some very, very silly things, mm-hmm. and I don't think. So I'd like to share this Ash Wednesday story with you. If Please I can. do. This is a true story. Mm-hmm. This happened. It happened just a couple years ago. I was an associate uh, chaplain at a hospital, a large hospital here in South Jersey, and it was Ash Wednesday, and I had gone to Mass, and I had got the ashes on my forehead, and I had to be walking down one of the aisles in you know, one of the corridors, And a person pointed to me and says, hey, what's that dirt on your forehead? And I proceeded to laugh, but I also took as an opportunity to evangelize a little bit. So I began to speak to this person who was not Catholic, um, who was not Christian, about the significance of the ashes themselves. And I talked about this time, um, the season of Lent where we get this opportunity to think deeper, look deeper into ourselves, determine what God really wants us to be, how we're going to change our life, so that we come at the other end of, of Lent, we're a changed person. Mm. We're closer to Christ. I also talked about the restrictions that we have about not eating meat, these, these other things. Right. It was a great conversation, and I was so proud of myself 
that I had just taken this opportunity to evangelize mm-hmm. in, a, in a great uh, situation, which I hadn't expected. I was so proud of myself. I now walk into the cafeteria, and this particular hospital is a great cafeteria. Yeah. And I went over and I got myself a bagel, and mm-hmm. I toasted the bagel, and I got myself cream cheese, and I put cream cheese on top. And then I looked down at this bacon. And the bacon that they had, I, I picked out the four most perfectly cooked pieces of bacon. Yeah. They were just absolutely beautiful. And I put them on my bagel. And I'm proud of myself still. I walked to the cashier. And the cashier also has ashes on her head. And wonderful woman, wonderful Catholic woman. She and I had many, many conversations. She looks at me. (laughs) She looks down at my tray. She looks at me again. And the loudest voice that she can possibly use, she shouts shouts out, Diggin' Anthony, why do you have bacon? You know you can't eat bacon today. Everyone in the cafeteria turns and looks at me. I went from feeling so proud about sharing my faith to being like, oh, my gosh, how could you forget after you had just spoken? <laughs> so I took these four perfectly cooked pieces of bacon, yeah. and I brushed them off of my tray <laughs> into the trash can, feeling very sorry, shedding a tear yeah. because they looked beautiful. Yes. She wasn't finished. She continued to say very loud, I just saved the deacon from sinning. I just saved him from sinning. It's a day that I will never forget. Yeah. And I have heard from people afterwards mm-hmm. that she still tells that still. story. <laughs> She's still telling it every day how she saved the deacon from saying. Yeah. And I guess what I thought to myself is that even in opportunities mm-hmm. where we blunder right. in the way that we do things about our faith, it's an other opportunity also for other people. For the cashier, it was a great opportunity for her to share her faith, yeah. for her to be able to correct me. And for her to be able to tell people every single day, yeah, <laughs> every right. single Ash Wednesday, about why it's important to 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 abstain yeah. and what she did yeah. for me. Yeah. So yeah. it was actually it was actually a beautiful situation. Yeah. So I encourage everybody: <laughs> don't be afraid sometimes when your best intentions don't go well. That's Just right. do the best you can That's with right. sharing with sharing right. our faith. And I think that that kind of leads me to uh, a message that I like to share today, which is really that. Opportunities, whether they be joyful times, sad times, Mm -hmm. difficult times, anxious times, they all give us the ability to share our faith in Mm. some way and to help others and to do what we are called to do. Right now, for example, there are so many people who are anxious. There are people who don't get anxious about other things. They're anxious Mm. now. The worst thing that we could do is diminish their anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, We need to really be able to help them recognize and understand that we understand, yeah. that we share um, we share their concern. And we're there. We're there to lend an ear. We're there to lend a shoulder to cry on. Mm-hmm. We're there to give them a nice, warm embrace, okay? Mm-hmm. Even though that puts us too close <laughs> in the zone, sometimes we have to help others yeah. in the way that they need to be helped. Right. So I think it's important right. that we open ourselves during this time <clears throat> to others that they can understand what it means to be a Christian, mm-hmm. what it means to be a follower of Christ, and how we can help them. We're not just there for ourselves. We're there for other people. Right. Um, we are able to do lots to help people as seniors during this time. You know, We've lived longer lives. We've been through difficult times before, and we kind of know that when we come out the other end, uh, God is there for us, and right. we just hold on to our faith and, and, and continue to... 
uh, share our humanity mm -hmm. with others. So I think that's important. Right. Recognize people are handling things differently. They may not be handled the way we think they should be handled. They're handling the anxiety differently. Show our humanity mm -hmm. as Catholic Christians to help others as best we can. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the other things that we can do is, and this is at all times, not just now, uh, during this particular difficult time, we need to be able to communicate mm -hmm. constantly and persistently. Our message needs to be the same no matter what. Mm. Our message, there is nothing that we can't handle with God. Right. Okay? When we are close to our Lord and Savior, there's nothing that we can't handle. So the, the prayer of Lord, help me to remember that nothing can happen to me today mm -hmm. that you and I together can't handle. Mm -hmm. We're able to share that with others. And we're able right. to share it with others whether we're sharing it as a person who we know or a person we just see facing right. difficulty. So we need to be able to communicate consistently and persistently. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we can lead others to this time where they may not be able to go to the Mass um, you know, on this wonderful radio station, right? right? Mass is, uh, uh, is being uh, broadcast three, three times, times a day. day yeah. It's just absolutely beautiful. Continue to, to tune in and listen to the Mass. Mm -hmm. and, and I heard a person say today, um, if you're in good health, um, do what you would normally do at Mass. Stand, right. kneel, right. sit, do, follow the same progression right. that you are immersing yourself in the Mass. And make that spiritual can. communion. Absolutely, you know? yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's so important, it really is. I think it's also important that we find other ways to reach out to people. Mm -hmm. right? um, it, it's, it, it's, it, we have to know that we just can't do things the same way during this difficult right. time. So let's find ways of reaching out to other people. Let's call people who we haven't spoken to, we haven't heard from. Let's, you know, within our parishes as seniors, talk to our pastors and say, give me a list of the people uh, who are on the sick list. Let me call them and see what they right. need. Um, let me have a list of the people who we've been bringing communion to, but we can't now because some of the extraordinary ministers don't want to, and we understand that, mm -hmm. or because the homebound don't want us coming into the house. Right. Let us begin to call those people. Uh, as seniors, let us, let, let us share our knowledge that we can bring other people together and say, this is how we can go out now and communicate with those mm -hmm. who haven't been able to touch. Um, keeping constant contact with our parishioners because even people who are healthy, who who have not had a need up to now, might now be struggling with, how do I get to the supermarket? Right. How do I get the food that I couldn't get or that I was able to get before? Mm -hmm. So maybe we as seniors, we, um, we, we, we start a ministry within the parish where we can deliver groceries, we can go to the store and pick them up, we could, nothing else, we could take their order mm -hmm. and see how we can help. So there's so many different ways, and I think it's a matter of being right. creative to reach out, keep the communication going so that um, our community knows that we are there for them, that we love them, we care for them, not just when they can step their foot in the door of the church, mm -hmm. but even now when they can't, we're there right. for them, and that we are touching people individually, not maybe physically, but we are touching them with either a phone call or a contact, mm -hmm. or somehow or another just speaking with them, yes. letting them know whether we love them. Mm -hmm. It's a time for change. It's a time for us to recognize that uh, we need to be prepared because in the snap of a finger, okay, in, in, a, in a split second, things can change. Right. 
and we can go from this this wonderful euphoria that we may be in that life is so good right. to understand that it could change in a second we need to be there for each other mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of a message i'm hoping that we can yeah. share with people and i think also deacon you know we've been talking about it a lot lately to remember that we are we should still be a joyful people oh, absolutely. you know i think of paul and silas all that they went through imprisoned and every and they're shackled and chained and the, probably the dingiest darkest part of the prison and they're singing songs of praise. Yes. So even through all of this, you know, mm-hmm. God is with us. And if we have Jesus, that's really all we need. And, and we, we will see our way through this, or he will see us through it. You, you make a great point. You really do. And that's 100% correct. Um, Pope Francis, when he was talking about evangelization a few years back, uh, he said that the, we, can't be the, we can't have a face of a pickled pepper <laughs> right. when, we're, when we're speaking to other people. We, we can't show the joy of Christianity and our love of Christ by being by being sad right. and, 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 and by by not showing the joy that we have. So to your point, we can continue to show joy to other people, and that's one of the ways mm. I think we can minister them yeah. to, during this difficult time is show them the joy that comes from a Christ-centered life. Right. We know that we, we, we know and we pray for God's help in our lives. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the chance to be able to right. continue that and understand that our prayers have meaning. Christ is an important part of our mm-hmm. life, and he will bring us through this in a way that will make us stronger, will make us better, right. will will make our church stronger mm-hmm. and more helpful to other people. Right. And, you well. know, for, for those people, and they keep, as you mentioned, you started your, your a piece with us today uh, about the, the elderly, the mm-hmm. older uh, senior citizens mm-hmm. who are most vulnerable, that does worry a lot of people, yes. and, and it yes. does frighten them. And, and yes. you know, it's not, just be prudent, follow the guidelines, Absolutely. stay with the Lord, pray, you know, and, and, and we'll, we'll get through it. You know, at, 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 any, at any time, you said, anything can change. Yes. And you never know what the Lord has in store, but we, we still need to be allowing ourselves to, to know with the knowledge that he is walking with us through this entire situation. Jim, you are spot on. Mm. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. Absolutely correct. Uh, we need to be prayer warriors now more than ever yes. in everything that we do. And I think that uh, if, we follow, if we follow that uh, approach in our own lives, we, we follow those prudent guidelines mm-hmm. that we receive uh, from the health officials and from government and the church, and if we follow what we know to be the prudent guidelines of be joyful and share our faith with others, yeah. keep our prayers going, we're going to come through this in such a beautiful way. Amen. Well, Deacon, thank you so much, as always, for being here and, and uh, sharing your wisdom with us and uh, beautiful spirituality. And we uh, just pray that everyone stays well and that we, uh, as we go through the beautiful season of Lent toward the glory of Easter, that we will rejoice on that great and glorious day of resurrection, and eventually for us all. You know, we're all just sharing in that same resurrection. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, too. God God bless bless you. you. Thank you. And, friends, you stay where you are. We'll be back with more. Don't go away.